What's up, everybody? I'm Davis. I'm Brian. I'm Odom. I'm Schroeder. And this is How Howdy. Did You... How did you it's miss that? It's the Dayquil. Okay. Schroeder's <laughs> you on Dayquil. It's going to be a little loopy. Uh, the show's How'd You Miss That, uh, where we revisit popular or landmark movies that one or multiple of us have missed. And uh, we say what we think about it, or what we think it's about, and then we go over it, and then we have a good time. Sometimes we're really happy. Sometimes we're less happy with movies. Sometimes we're just kind of in the middle. It's, it's sort of a spectrum here, how we think about movies. So that's what the show is. Cool. <laughs> Good talk. Great intro. <laughs> we're going great. Do you want to just run the whole thing, Davis? Uh, no. Uh, today in the hot seat, we have... Me. And me. Oh, yeah, there's two of you. Two boys. Two, two boys. hot boys. We got two hot boys in the hot seat. Uh, we're fitting sh- one hot seat. Shrian. Which is the Try fusion, <laughs> the fusion of both of you, um, or Broder? What did or you Broder. miss? Oh, we missed uh, lethal, lethal weapon. weapon, which I suspect also means you missed lethal weapon two, three, and four, but not but five, I, but not five or six. <laughs> no, correct. Or six. We have seen five yeah. and six. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is it. This is such a, a classic, iconic movie franchise and movie. How yeah. did you miss it? That is a good question. Um, I don't. I think later on I missed it just because of Mel Gibsonness. Ooh. But that's oh. not till like mid 2000s Yeah, why'd yeah. you miss it in 1987? But like that would be more when you're in the yeah. age range to watch exactly. it. Though. When I was in the age range to watch it, he was calling his daughter up and talking about how he's gonna hit her and stuff. So like I. I, that's that's actually one of the nice. That's one of the less <laughs> gross things. Yes, that, he that said. is true. Oh my yes. God, really. <laughs> Uh, yes, very much so. That was one of the tamer things that he's done. Uh, but I think that's one of the big reasons. Mm. I think just otherwise, it's just been, I was too young. But yeah, yeah. Um, end of high school, early college, it was Mel, Mel Gibson's crazy. Did, did that passion, steer you? I saw Passion yeah. of the Christ with you. I never saw that. I was going to say, did that steer you away from other Mel Gibson movie. uh, movies? Maybe. I think so. I mean, not in it. Well, so like for me, I mean, the movie came out I just when we were. I've seen a lot of his. Movies. The movie came out when we were born. Yeah. Or the true. year that yeah. Davis and I were born. Yeah. Uh, so. Nineteen eighty seven. So we missed nineteen eighty seven. So we missed it initially, and then yeah, I just wasn't of age. Never. I never watched it on TV, and then, uh, I. I don't I, know if it's like brand loyalty or something, but it's just like. Die Hard has always been the series mm. for me. So I, I don't know. But I mean, I have watched Braveheart. I also like a guilty pleasure of mine is What Women Want. Yes. And that was before yes. he went crazy. I'm like so scared yeah. to watch that movie because I don't think that it probably. Oh, it does not hold up, up very well but, at all. But the, I think that in the end, the lessons he learns probably like. Well, yeah, he starts yeah. out as like this misogynistic. misogynistic. He's totally unaware of it. He just thinks like all women flirt with Did him. You know they made a sequel, and then he turns it around. What, what men want? No. Yeah, it came out, yeah, like, it came out like last year. Yeah. With him? No. No. Oh, okay. No. It was a movie that I never thought could get made. Wow. Yeah. Because I mean, women person- are reading men's thoughts. <laughs> how? How do you? How? How's that going? <laughs> I guess I guess the big thing is like Mel Gibson's like hey 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 day is kind of before our time, yeah. yeah. And then we got him in some uh, like decent movies, Braveheart. like I mean, Braveheart, Braveheart was like in our time. amazing yeah, that movie. Was good. Yeah. But he, I think his like hot young wild like the Mad Max and the other stuff were like kind of when we were yeah, too young. So I, I kind of get it. And then yeah, and then he's 
I guess had a resurgence recently as a director more than anything. Yeah. And well, he directed Braveheart. Yeah, he took some. Well, he took some. That was time. not recent. That was Fifteen but, years ago, yeah. Brian. Oh, you mean like super recently? No, I mean he did the uh, yeah. some he hacksaw, did a Ridge. hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, he, he, yeah he's recently directed some stuff. He had to take some time away, I think, because he said some uh oh things about certain like types of people. Five years <laughs> off of the industry, I think. And now he looks as insane as his words and thoughts are. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. Also, yeah. five years. That's a short hiatus for uh, What's cool? for the yeah. stuff he's done. Odom and I talked about it, at least today, and I've probably talked about it before. Like, there's two Mel Gibsons. There's young Mel Gibson, who is divorced in our minds from the actor, the regular Mel Gibson. Like, yeah, it, it makes it easier. There's to, the Mel to, Gibson that I see on screen in movies that I still love, and I can sort of keep that uh, separate from the Mel Gibson that we we all know and uh, uh, yeah <laughs> that he might have always, that he might have always been. yeah that he was probably always but oh based on based yeah. on this movie yeah could have been okay well that's enough about Mel Gibson yeah. Yeah. look there's yeah. a lot more to this there is a lot more. Uh, yeah. more people Richard involved. Donner directed yeah. it. Yeah, Richard Donner. Richard Donner. Shane Black wrote it. Yep. I think this is the Danny same year. Danny Glover's in it. Yeah, uh, I think this is the same year as uh, uh, Predator, which Shane Black mm. oh. was in yeah. and did uh, punch-ups for. And um, Which Danny Glover was all? Or wait. No, no, no. Well, no. Predator, the first Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Predator uh, But it is interesting because Shane Black is known for... Everyone talks about how Die Hard's a Christmas movie. But I didn't realize this was a it's, Christmas movie. It, the, the intro music is an outro. Yeah, an outro is, is Christmas. It's music. a Christmas movie. Why doesn't anyone ever talk about that? Because, sorry, everybody on the internet, people are a bunch of phonies. They some they heard one person make the ironic joke, joke about how about Die, Die Hard is the best Christmas movie, and then that's like all they know. It was actually cracked. I think that did it first too. But, yeah, it's just it been. A, it's like a popular that, thing. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, Shane Black is famously does all of his, I think all of his movies, uh, holiday themed. Mm-hmm. Even oh. like Iron Man 3 was set around Christmas. Uh, yeah, huh. they all take place around a holiday. <laughs> it's like his little signature thing, which is interesting. And I mean, it works in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Richard Arn directed it. Uh, Donald Glover is... Er, Danny. Danny Glover. Danny. Sorry, Danny Glover. Danny, yeah. Danny Glover is the <laughs> co-stars. It's like a, it's a cool little... Uh, Cast Gary yeah. Busey's yeah, the bad guy. Gary Busey, Gary a like Busey is a, a like pre painkiller addiction. Yeah, like <laughs> back when he was like a real good villain. He also yeah. would go to Predators, uh, <laughs> Predator Two with uh, right with Danny with Glover. Oh uh, man, it's it's like a lot of people in their prime, and yeah, yeah, and it goes south for a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> like, Ooh, yeah. oh absolutely, but some of them kind of like Donner though. Oh yeah, a no. lot. Of, most people in this movie kind of go south. Yeah, four. But you know, that's life. I don't know. Uh, so, yes. What did you like? The quintessential buddy cop movie. It's a buddy cop. What did you? What do you think it's about, Shro? All right. So I went with a lot of buddy cop tropes. Uh, I thought Riggs and Murtaugh are two cops patrolling the seedy underbelly of '80s LA. Riggs is a young, hot-headed Mel Gibson type, and Murtaugh is already too old for this shit. Because it'll be really funny in the sequels when he's really, really too old for this shit. They're putting together, and I know I'm fucking right on that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're put together uh, when one of their old partner dies, guessing Murtaugh's, and they overcome their differences and undercover, I'm betting, a secret cocaine ring that the higher-ups don't believe exists. Because 80s. Because 80s. Mm-hmm. By the end of the second act, Riggs is forced to turn in his badge for being too badass. Murtaugh decides to help him finish the case, even though helping him would cost him his job. There's a final big shootout at the docks, and Murtaugh gets shot by only... <laughs> 
Murtaugh gets shot, but only in the arm. This motivates Riggs to go super unhinged and kill the, all the bad guys. When the rest of the police show up, the chief sees the mess they made, but the proof is there to close the drug ring. He says something like, God damn, you get results, and the pair speed off uh, in their car to their next L.A.-based adventure. I love that you really combined every, every <laughs> buddy cop trope. And in fairness, basically every big cop trope comes from this series. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the yeah. day yeah. retirement, yeah. it comes from the third. Like they all, everything that you know in these movies is where it comes. I mean, I'm too old for this shit. Literally, that's. Came from I mean, this, this, movie. Is, this yeah. is like six I times. Didn't in this know movie. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's when you watch because Odom and I actually just earlier this year did a watch through of the entire franchise together. Dude, that was like. Oh, so you've done the series that was like, too. That was like what? two years ago, the man. TV series. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't count. That sucks. <laughs> uh, the were movies. They, were they recast? And in uh, three? yeah, and uh, we we're we're blown away to be like like every everything you think of every time in a, in a parody or something you do something cop lethal weapon if if not yeah. invented it was what made it like yeah set it into pop culture. Wait, was so. that really two years ago? Yeah, <laughs> when it? we did like the lethal weapon watch through. I'm old. I'm old. Like <laughs> I think that was like early 2018. Everything since college, which has been a long time. Uh, Feels like it just happened. So, yeah. hi, I'm old now. Um, <laughs> Brian, what do you think it's about? Uh, okay, so I really had no idea other than I know it stars Mel Gibson and Danny Glover and that it's a buddy cop movie. Uh, my guess is that Mel Gibson is the new hotshot cop and Danny Glover is the experience two years from retirement. I'm too old for this shit, cop. Uh, Story-wise, I didn't really know, but my guess is that Danny Glover's a uh, former partner gets killed by like a bank robber in the beginning of the movie. The robber gets away with the money. Uh, Mel Gibson then teams up with Danny as a new partner and they work together to try to catch the guy, uh, maybe in spite of their department's wishes. Uh, the robber is incredibly elusive and is trying to get out of the country with all the money. It's a race against the clock. Danny Glover tries to play things by the book, but Mel Gibson teaches him that if they're really going to catch this guy and bring some real justice they're going to have to break some rules in the end they catch the guy and build an amazing friendship that lasts at least four movies that last part's not wrong yeah uh, <laughs> could be even five if you saw that there's talk of a new one coming out well until it comes out it's just four. there are only six. Oh, four. Four yeah. and a half. you're right <laughs> uh did you see that because they they said that they're in development and then always sunny uh, tweeted back at them and was like, already did it. Already did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's, That's, awesome. good. That's good social That's team amazing. right there. Yeah. The, uh, if, you, if you guys are unaware, if you don't, the, the delightfully and maybe one of the best written shows I've ever of all time, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, has several sp spoof episodes where they film their own versions of Lethal Weapon 5 and 6. And they're obviously played up for laughs, but they're also incredibly accurate. accurate. Like, it's yeah. not it's not that crazy. <laughs> No, nope. so, the Frank, yeah, sec, the Frank sex, sex scene, not that, not that crazy. They actually no. like get the character relationships right. Like yeah. there, there is some like, especially if you watch it all, the things that they reference, like, because like you, you, you meet their families and they're the people are important throughout. It's like one of those franchises that picks up people like Fast and Furious and oh, keeps yeah. them going. Mm -hmm. Oh, just wait till you get to Joe Pesci. Oh my God, <laughs> uh, Leo gets. Oh, Leo. Um, it's great, but. Uh, yeah, so those are great too. If you've watched all the movies, 
Watch the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Actually, if you've watched all the movies, you've already seen them. What am I talking about? Anyways, <laughs> uh, do you guys think you'd like it? I did think I would like it. Yes, I also thought I would like it. I, I don't think I can think of a buddy cop movie that I didn't like. Although I haven't, I haven't seen a ton of buddy cop movies. I haven't like. Was it Cop Out? The one with yeah. uh, oh, Bruce out. Willis and uh, yeah. that was not no? nearly as bad it's as uh, everybody said. We saw it. I no, thought you it liked wasn't it. that bad. No, it, it's a. I and, think just the stories that came out of that are oh are the oof. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's fine. The it's the movie was fine. You remember Forty Eight Hours? That's a no, buddy cop movie no. series that I've seen. Which one was that? It's a, another buddy cop movie. I forget who's in it now. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Well, huh. uh, there's nothing else. If you guys would just get the fuck Family. out of here. All right, get so, the fuck out. Uh, fuck <laughs> out of here? Odom and I could talk about it. Right. We're talking about you behind your yeah. backs. Um, See how you like it. I'm waiting for the door to close. Waiting for the door to close. Is it closed? Yeah. I mean, they're going to like it of if course, not love it. Of course they're going to like it. Yeah. I'm, the, my, I guess my prediction would be, uh, oh man, I, Schroeder's more of a wild card. I think he's at least going to like it. I think he's going to like it. I hope he loves it. I'm expecting at least a love maybe from Brian. I think, I think he's we'll really get a love from Brian. He's married to the Die Hard franchise, which I was, gonna, I was laughing at because he's like, I'm more of a Die Hard guy. I'm like, regardless of how he feels about speed, Lethal Weapon is a better franchise than all of those. It, oh, absolutely. It consistently, even in its worst movie. It's still a great movie. Which we are saying is four. four? Okay. Yeah. Because it's like, it feels like half that shit they added four is like made up on the spot and doesn't really matter. Yeah. But it still is like It's great. still just a fun, yeah, and cool they have, movie with like a lot of like great characters. Joe yeah. Pesci, Chris Rock. They're yeah, all they have, hilarious. And, and, and just Mel Gibson and Danny Glover have like legendary chemistry. Yeah. They're, they're just arguing back and forth is so good. They, and... I wonder how much of it's improv. It feels very like Dude, off the and, cuff. And are we still talking about Lethal Weapon Four? Because that, or I mean, all of them. Oh, okay, but. I felt like it. It probably hit like its peak in Lethal Weapon Four. There, because I don't know how much of that was. I think a Excellent. lot of that was improv. Yeah, and so they're just like constantly talking over each other. There's just a lot of chaos in that movie. Yeah, and everybody's just sort of like yammering and making you get, jokes. You get teases of it here. Yeah, and then especially in the next couple ones, it just becomes like, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's sing. So, I mean, there's not much more to say. Like, we'll talk no. about the movie with the guys, I, but I, I think we both like it's definitely like, probably a love from at least one. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, and we'll find out what they think when we get back. Thank you. And the boys are back. And mm -hmm. what did you think of it, Schroeder? I liked it. Liked it. Yes, I did. Not loved it. No. Solid like. Solid so. like. Okay. It is a. It's a likable movie. All right, Brian. Uh, I I loved it. Yay! <laughs> we nailed it. Uh, we were just guessed like they're definitely gonna like it. Yeah. Probably a love. Um. Nice. Uh. Well, I guess. All right. What do you? What do you? How do you feel about it? Go deeper uh, into it. Uh, I liked their characters. Uh, it was unexpected how, uh, I guess, crazy, but like real Mel Gibson was in this in this first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh huh. Uh, it had some good action beats. Uh, it really just threw me at the end. 
uh, with their and and I didn't like Gary Busey. I I like him being the main henchman with him being like I don't know still like sort of like the high pitched like uh, I'm gonna stop you guys kind of he, he didn't do it for me. Could be just that I also have the you know after 1995 Gary Busey in my head, but he he didn't do it for me. Okay. Uh, and uh, and that final fight just really threw me for for a for a loop. Like, just that they were having like the, a, a, beat, the a beat brawl down? on the front yard where they had him and he was surrounded by cops and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, let him fight it out. Let him. Let... Yeah, but they're they're special forces. Yeah. They got a so yeah. they got just... a rivalry. Yeah, nom shit. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like Saigon because it was raining and there was a helicopter. Uh, yeah, well, it, was, it wasn't it raining. Was... It was a fire hydrant, but. Yeah, it's, no, it, was it had sort that of like, like wet and wild feel. To yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if they had like done more to make a connection there, then they then maybe that could have been more warranted. But just being like, I get it. Yep, yeah, they had the same tattoo. They're special forces, but like, connect them then if you're gonna have that kind of catharsis at the end. So, uh, those were my two. So mainly it was Gary Busey that why I didn't like, love it. Love it. So you didn't love the villain, yeah. basically. Yep. Okay. All right, Brian. Um, yeah, I, I, I was, sh- I mean, I, I was shocked at like how great this movie was, and and like that that it's clear clearly set a precedence for these type types of movie. I, I do want to point out real quick because Forty Eight Hours is a very good buddy cop comedy, and I had to because the take I couldn't remember, but it's Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. Oh, as the combo, that's probably great. When oh, when did that cool. come out? Nineteen eighty two. It is. Whoa! It is Murphy and is yeah. It's prime. prime. Whoa! Really prime. Yeah. It is a very and Nolte. It is. It's prime. a very very good movie. So maybe if someday In- we should watch interesting. that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, but there, I there, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson's chemistry is is phenomenal in in this movie, and their their characters are, are so fun. Uh, how they play off of each other. Um, Mel Gibson's character was crazier and more unhinged than I even expected. Like. Him, yeah. him, almost killing himself, and like the 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 first scene that you meet him, I was like, I, I didn't realize that it would, uh, be that dark, uh, as well. But I, I think it you know made for a more compelling character and arc. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and then yeah, I thought it was really funny. I thought the, I, I think one issue I had is like some of some of the the pacing, and like obvious ADR stuff was uh, annoying, but uh, I don't know. Overall, the, sign of the this, times. yeah, exactly. Sign of the times, but overall, uh, yeah, the acting, the performances, the, the chemistry. Uh, and then, and then I also thought like, though it goes kind of bonkers at the end, like I thought the, the climax was like incredibly satisfying and the way the movie like kind of ramps up throughout. Yeah. was, was really good. Yeah. So. Danny and Mel have like legendary chemistry, and it just yeah. like keeps. Yeah, and I, like, I love the seriously. fact that the movie's more about their relationship than just like the action. Yes, the, the action sort of uh, it's it's not like the centerpiece of the movie. It it help like builds out their uh, the story relationship. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, we talked about this thing during the Rocky episode, 
this is another franchise where the first one is totally different yeah. than yeah. the the rest of them uh, is know, like the only fun thing, and the only other official lethal weapon thing i've seen was the clip that you showed me on youtube of them like at the gas station and he got naked as as a distraction oh yeah that's literally my only <laughs> lethal weapon reference yeah other than it's always sunny yeah he, yes. he later on mel goes from being like suicidal to just the just like the wild the, the, the wild the card cannon, the, yeah. the like he's the crazy guy and then you know murtaugh's always like ah damn it and then I'm the, too old. I'm about to retire. This is, uh, <laughs> and then guy. the psychologist plays like a bigger role in later movies, just trying to deal with Mel Gibson and like his shenanigans. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's it's a really rewarding like franchise, and yeah, it definitely the every time you rewatch the first one after not having seen it for a while, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this one's like the serious one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Should we just start going through it? Yeah. Let's do it. Sweet. All right. We open on Jingle Bell Rock. As the credits play, we take a fly through L.A. at night, which you said is actually Long Beach. No, no, no. That was L.A. Oh, okay. Oh. So, uh, we'll get to that. But so the L.A. She, movie. She, so, jumps, so she jumps off the building at, uh, uh, what's the name of that building? The Tower Records building or whatever that. Oh, that is. big circular, circular building. building. Yeah. yeah. She jumps off that and you see the crash. Yeah. When they investigate, they just go to a similar high building and i spotted him like that's 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 no, long that's beach downtown, that's, downtown <laughs> long beach. that's not the same building at all but that's they needed funny. a different spot for daytime i guess i so, guess it's like easy probably yeah, easier, easier to, shoot, to there. shoot there yeah yeah uh anyways uh we fly through la at night before landing on a semi-topless young woman uh who does some coke and presumably some pills because yeah. they're on the table uh dude yeah did not expect nudity right off the bat yeah <laughs> yeah um Imagine my first time watching it not on TV and being like, woo. Uh, she stumbles <laughs> out uh, to the balcony and looks over. She smiles as she watches the car before her, smiles, her smile fades. She gets up on the railing, smiles again, and then jumps. Uh, as she falls, the kind of music cuts out, and we get like a kind of a beautiful, like weird, the, the shot of the camera falling was just a cool shot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, her body lands on the car with a big thud. With a <laughs> Very avant-garde. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a striking way to start a movie. Yes. Next morning, Roger Murtaugh enjoying some peace and quiet in the bath when his family bursts in unannounced with cake, singing the birthday song. He's buck ass naked, but no one really seems to care. Like this, nope. I, this like, is every definitely time I something dude, we pointed out. Yeah. Light yeah. bubbles. His whole family's there. <laughs> uh, even his like eighteen or almost eighteen year old daughter's yeah. there. No, she's she's got to be twenty one because she's drinking beer later. Oh, no, she's not twenty one. I hope she's twenty one, or else, yeah, like. Well, other things won't make sense. <laughs> I thought she was 18. Okay. But I yeah, know. I was thinking she was 18. Yeah. This uh, entire time. Does she drink a beer? She just she, talks about it. She was oh. caught drinking a beer and smoking weed, and that's what no, she, she was only She was caught smoking weed. weed. But she said, why can't I enjoy a beer and some weed? So I assumed that there was no. She said, why can't, why can't I, I enjoy why can, a beer? Why can't I enjoy beer but and not, not smoke weed. weed? Oh. So that's what led me to 21 since he's a cop. And he's like, but because beer is legal and grass is not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. maybe. Sorry, we're, it's, yeah. her anyway, character the, just seems younger than that. But. I thought, yeah, I she, thought she yeah. was his wife. I thought she was his, like sec, like a second wife at what? first. Yes, Trish is there. You had two Did wives. Did she call him dad? Like in that in bathroom that scene? scene? She's in the bath scene. Yes, yeah. yeah. She yeah, like gives him a kiss on the cheek, and I always thought like it's yeah, big, the, everybody well, could probably just see his dick. Yeah, in that, in that bathtub. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah, it turns out it's his 50th birthday, and his oldest daughter remarks that his the gray in his beard is starting to make him look old. And yeah. I'll be honest, he looks. Did you awesome think with the beard. she was his wife in the bathroom scene? Yes, in that bathroom scene. Yes, got it. Oh. Okay, in the yeah. next scene, 
I didn't. Because Next, then you actually see his wife. Got Next, <laughs> we see a dog running along the beach and over to some rough-looking camper. We see Martin Riggs in bed smoking a cigarette. He gets up, hung over as hell, and we get to see some Harry Mel Gibson Dude, butt. they're both, like, very hot and ripped. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, Danny they're in their like, prime. Ri- yeah, I, I really Glover's wish that he had his beard because he looked like a, he looks like a badass in that first scene. Yeah, yeah. he does. Uh, he grabs a beer out of the fridge and takes a big swig from it as he takes a piss. Fun intro for Riggs. Uh, <laughs> back at the old Murtaugh residence, we see... I'm a f- we didn't get more of the dog. You get we do late, later in, in other movies. Sam the dog. Other movies. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we no, do. Because I'm like, you see him running, and then at the end of the movie, Very you end see of the him movie. run out. Yeah. What's his Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sam, Sam the, the dog, dog, which is actually the name of the, the, the dog, which yeah. is cool. Uh, I love it when in credits there's like the character and it's the same name. Uh, back at the Murtaugh, I'm already there. Yeah, uh, we see a freshly shaved, except for his signature mustache, mustache uh, coming to the kitchen for breakfast. He dodges floor eggs, and his wife tells him a Michael Hunsacker has been trying to reach him. Uh, he has a fun fun fact. I did not know what they were, I couldn't tell if it was Hudsacker. I couldn't tell. They, I had to pause yeah. it and look up the actual. I, I did too. For the longest time, I wrote down Hudsacker because that was the closest <laughs> thing I could guess. But no, it's Hunsacker. Uh, I was trying to reach him. Uh, he has some cute interactions with some of his daughters, including his oldest, who is dressed in a rather skimpy New Year's dress. Uh, just a cute little scene full of energy to contrast Riggs' intro. Uh, Murtaugh pulls up to a crime scene. It's the same girl from the opening. She's a hooker uh, named Amanda Hunsacker. Raj asks her parents, or asks who her parents are, and they say Claire and Michael Hunsacker. Oop, I didn't change it to Hun. I had it still in Hud in my notes. Uh, this makes him very distraught. Uh, next, we see Riggs tasting some cocaine at a Christmas tree lot, which made you Great think you were right scene. on the money, didn't yes, you? I did. It, it's funny because heroin is the there's yeah. way more coke. They never show heroin. They just show a bunch of coke. They show a lot of coke. You're right. Yeah, yeah. they do show a ton of coke. Even uh, in the last scene, he had a bunch of coke and heroin in there. I don't know. There was a lot of powder. You're right. They just didn't show, or maybe heroin comes. I don't actually oh, know what you're heroin right. is. Yeah. Right. Is heroin a powder? Yeah. I think God, it gets yeah, transported the so same way. Cool. Yeah. Oh, well, you then, guys thought all that was coke? Coke? Well, end, yeah. well, in the beginning, it's Coke because they the say she's on cocaine. That, that's the bags true. And the bags look the same. same. They do look the same, but no, the business they're in because of is, Vietnam is, is heroin. Is, heroin. Is, mm-hmm. is Laos in Vietnam? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know my wait. Yeah. Geometry, right? not yeah. geometry. Yeah. Geography. That's a, that's a, I don't know a lot of stuff. <laughs> Anyways, it's not uh, Cambodia, right? We don't know drugs yeah. either. <laughs> the drug dealer asks how much he wants, and he says all of it. Uh, they get really excited and they tell him that it'll cost him 100 so he starts pulling out bills from his wallet and counts to 100 uh, They get angry at him and tell him it's 100000 Uh He says he can't afford it, but uh, that he'll take the stash off their hands for free and then go to jail. He then shows a badge, but they think got it's him. fake. Uh, one of the dudes calls him crazy because it's just like his whole thing. Uh, crazy? And he does the, oh, you think I'm crazy routine? Yeah. He slaps himself a bunch and does like, I think, a three stooges, a three stooges. and yeah. then whips out a gun. <laughs> Uh, he tells going them, with the crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He tells them to stick their nose in the ground or in the dirt, but then a baddie with a shotgun from behind mm-hmm. him comes up and mm-hmm. he dodges. That guy shoots his bud. Uh, Riggs takes him out. Does a cool roll like a, he like rolls with the body. Yeah. Like, for a this second. is like on the guy. Oh, we're, yeah. we're in that era where like action is not as sexy as action no. nowadays. <laughs> no. The gunfights are like a lot of just. Pretty just a, a lot, lot of, of wide shots. A lot of just like randomly firing with like <laughs> no consequences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of just like yeah. eyes like, eyes blinking because I guess the actors aren't trained to no, fire guns. No, no recoil. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. You're right. There's like no recoil. <laughs> uh, it's just you just like they're like shaking their hands around. It's pretty funny. It's like a hose, basically. They're just hosing bullets. Um, uh, he kills a guy, and then they show some of the other cops run up. He's running through the trees, and then he gets taken hostage by uh, one of the guys. Uh, he just tells him he tells him to back off, but Riggs is like, "Shoot him! Shoot him!" Yeah. Uh, he keeps. Uh, Yelling at the other guy, the drug dealer tells him to shut up. They're just like shouting at him to do it. Just do really it, escalating the situation. Uh, and then he just like disarms the guy and <laughs> puts the gun. Him. Yeah, and then takes <laughs> it and puts it to his throat. The other guys come in and pull the purple away, and we see Riggs doing his like crazy. Eyes. He's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Other wonder, cops are like, it's not worth it, Riggs. I wonder. Don't if, shoot him. <laughs> after seeing the first Mission Impossible, I wonder if like Tom Cruise took some of his. His like cues from Mel Gibson, I thought so. where he's like, because it's I, like they're like a decade later that, it, but Tom Cruise definitely does a lot of like the wide-eyed, crazy, like head shaking uncontrollably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that night it's raining, and uh, Riggs is back at his uh, camper. It looks like yeah. What is that? Like oh, like a, that, that's Doc it's Weiler. an RV. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah it's definitely totally Doc, Doc Weiler. Weiler. Man, they yeah. shoot so much in Doc Weiler, dude. Because of that plant, you can even see the plant in the corner. I'm like, yeah, no one wants to go there. <laughs> yeah, he's drinking and looking. This is such a good scene. He's drinking and looking at a wedding photo of his wife as a Looney Tunes Christmas special plays in the background. He loads a single bullet into his gun and puts it up to his temple. He hesitates for a beat before putting it in his mouth. Tears start to form, and it seems like he's about to pull the trigger, but he doesn't. He cries into the picture of his wife. He tells her he misses her. He mumbles some stuff. I just couldn't make out what he said in the middle, but he tells her that he'll see her later, mm -hmm. much later. Man, this is such a powerful scene. Dude, Holy shit. Gets me every time. Really good God. acting in this scene. <laughs> I, like, rewatched it a second time because I was like, fuck. It's getting it's me like, now. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Damn it, Mel yeah. Gibson. Why do you have to be crazy in real life? Yeah. It's. I feel like this, this scene is, like, maybe scene. what, like... It's like a single scene that like makes an actor's career. People yeah. like watch yeah. this and you're like, fuck. fuck. Um, at the precinct, we see some cops practicing caroling poorly to thankfully bring the mood up. Uh, the <laughs> captain and a psychiatrist are having a conversation mm -hmm. about Riggs. The captain thinks he's fine, but the psychiatrist thinks that he's psychotic and suicidal yep. after the death of his wife in a car crash 11 months earlier and that he shouldn't be out in the field. The captain is very dismissive of the psychiatrist as everyone from the last generation is about mental health. Thanks, boomers. Oh, Said, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that, Said if uh, he kills himself, I guess... Uh, he'll know he was he'll wrong. Know I was wrong. I, the previous generation <laughs> really hated psychology, and I and I, boy, I don't think the world's better for it. No one questioned like if he has PTSD from like Vietnam. He's like he's a tough guy. Dying. He'll be fine. How he handled the last, based on how he handled the last bus. Yeah, he should be, you know. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, he was about to like shoot that guy in the in the face. Yes, and nobody was like, eh, maybe we should. Maybe we should take him off the force for a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know what? The they don't believe in but hey, mental movie, health yeah, issues, and happen. and then the captain wins the argument by walking into the men's bathroom. <laughs> yes. Eighty. <laughs> that was that was an so it was so shot. symbolic. Yeah, that yeah. shot of yeah. the men's yeah bathroom. Uh, in Murtaugh's office, a random cop tells Raj uh, that he's behind the times. Guys in the eighties aren't tough. They show their emotions like women. He says he thinks he's an eighties man because he cried in bed. Roger asks if he was with a woman. He says, I was alone. Why do you think I was crying before walking out? Uh, the 80s man. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's, yeah, it's great. Just then, another officer walks in and tells Murtaugh about Amanda Hunsacker's autopsy. It's not being treated as a suicide because the pills were filled with drain cleaner and that she would have been dead within 15 minutes anyways, or if she hadn't jumped. As the officer is explaining it, Roger takes notice of uh, what is Riggs, but like a 
suspicious-looking cop loitering outside of his yeah. uh, office. The captain walks by and mentions that he looked younger with the beard. Poor Raj. <laughs> uh, the officer <laughs> also mentions that someone else was in uh, bed with Amanda that night, and Roger is getting a new partner for the case. As he continues to watch, Riggs pulls out a gun out of the back of his pants. Murtaugh shouts, gun, and runs out to disarm him. Hearing this, Riggs goes on the alert. Yeah. <laughs> and then realizes that Murtaugh is talking about him and quite easily yeah, just, throws him on the ground yeah. and, uh, you know, holds the gun up to him. And the captain says, meet your new partner. And Murtaugh gives him his first, I'm too old for this shit line. God. Oh, God, I love that. So that, this from this movie. That's the first time that line. As, as far as I'm, I'm aware. In my predictions, I was hedging my bets. I'm like, he's going to say it in the first one. I just know it. So then, <laughs> so then by, you know, they can keep using it every yeah. time because he keeps getting older. Yeah. I want. Does he actually even say it in the other ones? I, he has to, right? He has, he has to. He has, because he has like a running gag in each movie. The retirement yeah. one. I bet you in the he reboot. Talks about I bet the, you in the. In the re in the fifth one, he's gonna say, "I'm really too old for this shit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, him. he may say it again, but I they every every movie he has like a simple. He just yeah. wants to do one thing, and, and the world conspires against it. And he just repeatedly talks. He's so good. God, I love him, <laughs> Roger Murtaugh. Um, uh, in the garage, they walk together, and uh, Roger gives us some exposition on Riggs. Turns out he was part of the Phoenix Project in Vietnam, assassination stuff. He says. Uh, Roger also tells Riggs that it's over, you know, referring to the war. Uh, and they compare guns. Riggs uses a Beretta. Murtai uses a six-shooter. Apparently a lot of old-timers carry those, <laughs> says, uh, says Riggs. Uh, Roger also mentions that Riggs is really into martial arts, Tai Chi, and all that killer stuff. Uh, he says that he supposes they'll have to register him as a lethal weapon. Hey, he said the thing! Said he said the, the thing! Lethal. Yep. So Riggs is the lethal weapon. Yeah. I never knew that. Uh... Riggs uh, cuts the crap and says the only reason he was people either thought he was suicidal, in which case he's fucked and nobody wants to work with him, him, or they think that he's faking it for psychopay, in which case he's fucked and no one wants to work with him. So either way, he's fucked. Murdoch says that he doesn't want to work with him either, so they're both fucked. Hey, look at that. They already have one thing in common. Aww. <laughs> uh, next, we get our intro to Gary Busey's Mr. Joshua as some baddies meet uh, at a music club. Mendez is nervous because of all the mercenaries. The big bad, a.k.a. the general, tells him not to worry because they are loyal to him, which he proves by using a lighter on Mr. Joshua's bare arm. Whew. I wrote, cool intro to Gary Busey's character. I, yeah. I like, I like yeah. him, but I, I get it. It's okay. the difference I mean, that him, was cool, and then he started talking. I think that's the, like, he's not like a menacing enough. What, what I thought was he's supposed to clearly be the opposite. He's the yeah. bad guy that is level-headed and calculated and... Uh, Riggs is the good guy. That's a wild card, mm -hmm. but they're both, and they're both on the opposite yeah. sides of the conflict. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, but, I agree. I think it's just the casting choice. But because he's the enforcer, not the big bad, I think there's like a ceiling to how. Because like in Speed, you get to be like, ah, yeah. <laughs> the whims of a madman. Like you get to be like weird <laughs> yeah. or quirky, and for him, he's he's just not going to be that uh, outrageous, right? Because yeah. he's just not the you know he's not the big bad guy. Um. Uh, they talk about a big heroin shipment coming in Friday night, and the general warns Mendez against any funny business. And that's actually a rap on Mendez. They say his name a bunch, but he doesn't come back. Yeah, we don't yep. see him again. Nope. Uh, doesn't need to. Uh, yeah. Murtaugh meets up with his old friend slash colleague Mike Hunsacker and tells him that his daughter was actually poisoned, which upsets him. Murtaugh asks why Michael tried to contact him in the first place, and he says he had hoped Murtaugh could help 
get her out of what she was into. She was porn making videos. Videos and hookering, etc. He says that uh, Murtaugh owes him and that he wants Roger to get everyone involved and kill them. Kill them. Just kill them. Just kill them. Uh, Don't ask questions. Just, just kill them. Kill them. Uh, Riggs and Murtaugh dun, dun, dun. grab a hot dog outside, and Murtaugh explains that he owes him because back in the... Nam. Whatever the 60... Yeah, 65. Uh, Hunsack took a, a bayonet in the lung form. Uh, as they get in the car, they hear an alert about a possible jumper. So they show up on the scene, and the police psychologist isn't there. They, there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of like cross talk. Like, no yeah. Well, they just like they're like, oh, they like wait till they get on the scene, and then I can't. I don't hear what they say. They like make they say things quickly. And I didn't like want to go back and. Well, and, then like Murtaugh's are says like, are you qualified to talk to? Uh, yeah, <laughs> talk yeah, to so, a jumper. Yeah, so Rig says he can handle it. He says he's done it before. Uh, he goes to the roof and starts talking to the guy. Uh, he freaks out a little bit. Riggs comes down the ledge with him. Uh, he tries to talk him down. You know, the guy's like, it's, I'm just, it's my own life. I'm not hurting him. But it's like, I know, I know. I get it. I get it. Why don't you have a cigarette? Um, I think he also talks about, like, you jump. I got to do all this paperwork. And my boss is <laughs> up my ass. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he offers the guy a cigarette. He takes it. He holds out a lighter and then uses the opportunity to cuff him and tells him that if he jumps now, he'll be committing a murder. Uh, the guy threatens to jump anywhere and Riggs eggs him on. Yeah. You do, you wanna wanna jump? Jump? Yeah. do it? Do you Let's really want to jump? Yeah. Do you want it? This is another, like, famous line. I don't know if this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it likes. Okay, there's just a bunch I of like heard of it. Yeah, no. signature, just his Martin Riggsisms that he does. Um, uh, then he just jumps with the guy, and they land on one of those big inflatable blob things that they don't, movies make really look like look like fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. I know they they can be oh, dangerous, says right? In his VO, yeah. Like, if you don't let's go land, again. <laughs> if you don't land properly, yeah, you can like break your back. We don't see that until the very end after oh, they jumped and distracting him the whole time. <laughs> but they do. They a lot of movies have those. Are they real? And I want to do them. Actually, no, I don't. But they look like fun. I think you have to be a stuntman to do it. You're right. I don't think you're qualified. Uh, Murtaugh does not like this and pulls Riggs into a nearby store. They shout at each other about whether or not Riggs wants to die. Riggs admits that he thinks about eating a bullet a lot and that he even has a special hollow point bullet saved just for the occasion to do it right. Um, but every day he wakes up and he thinks of a reason not to do it. And that reason is the job. Murtaugh hands him the gun and dares him to do it. He puts it under his chin and slowly starts to pull the trigger. Murtaugh realizes he's not actually faking it to get the psycho pension. He really is crazy. Uh, yeah, he was actually going to blow his brains out right yeah. right there. And Murtaugh grabs the gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Riggs says he's hungry yeah. and leaves to get something to eat, leaving a very stunned Roger. All right. Well, since I didn't kill myself, yeah. I guess I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, Roger calls the police psychologist who tells him that Riggs has a death wish. And Roger doesn't want to be anywhere near him when he goes. Cue the second. I'm too old for this shit. Uh, in the car, he talks about how he has had 20 years on the job, not a scratch on him. He's got a wife, he's got kids, a house, even a fishing boat. Uh, but now his life is over because his partner has a death wish. Uh, Riggs wishes him a happy birthday and jokes about uh, them staying alive. That if they stay along, alive long enough, he'll get him a present. Important to note. Um, this makes Murtaugh laugh and the beginnings of their friendship begin to blossom. Then they have a cute bit about cigarettes and Murtaugh's lungs, classic lethal weapon banter. They do, I mean, you can see this in this. They, they just a do, lot of do scenes little end bits. with just like, just bit. They're just, yeah. they're just doing bits. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's like, do you, uh, do you want me to put it out? I'll put it out if you put it out. Yeah, I don't like it. How about I roll down the window? I... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, later that night, Roger apologizes to Riggs and thanks him for saving his life. They head back to the Murtaugh residence. Uh, there's more great interaction with his family, like his daughter saying, I'm glad you're home at a sensible hour. Well, I'm trying to be a sensible dad. Uh, he introduces Riggs to his wife and kids. They have dinner. Uh, Murtaugh's oldest daughter makes eyes at Riggs, They're and gonna, the whole family mm -hmm. has no chill about it. No, they just uh, address it immediately. They all roast her. The kids do like a rap. Like it is, <laughs> yeah. It just they like immediately go into her for it, which is and really because funny. Because they're egging her on. That's it's gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna get together, right? In the sequel. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, tell you what happens, but I will tell you. How did you guys feel about? There's a lot of family stuff in this movie too, and it, I'll tell you, it pays. Like they, they, <laughs> even more, maybe more so than uh, Fast and Furious, which talks about family. They There's like a lot of family. family. Yeah, yeah, they all of them get little arcs and scenes. It's really cool. I don't know. It's like it's great stuff. Even the fucking fishing boat gets an arc. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stuff. The um, it's actually one of the reasons why Danny Glover liked the role of of Murtaugh so much is because he was a very family oriented guy. Family, family. Oh, yeah. Didn't we see an interview where he taught like it, it presents like a good, it's like a good role for him as like an African American actor right. in the eighties to be like a family man. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Um, and he still gets to do badass action stuff. Yeah, yeah. and gets to be co the com like yeah, comedy. It's a very well rounded character. Yeah, it's a great character. Um. Uh, where am I? Sorry, my notes. Oh, uh, after dinner, they're hanging on Roger's boat. Mm -hmm. Riggs asks <laughs> yeah. if he can sail it. He's like, Roger says, this isn't a sailboat. There's a front, <laughs> there's a back, there's water all around it. Why you got to make everything so complicated? Uh, which leads into then he thinks the case was basically solved. He's like, we got a dead girl. We got the dead guy that wanted to kill her to be quiet. What more is there? But Riggs doesn't buy it. It's too neat. He can't swallow it. Um, they do some fun annex with the boat. Murtaugh's daughter, uh, Rianne, comes out asking... Wait, did we skip past the shootout? We did skip yeah, the shootout. Yeah, we skipped that. Which shootout? When he goes, when they go to that we house... shot him in the leg, and then the guy dies in the pool. No? Yeah, the boat scene's after that. Isn't it? Oh, sorry. I literally skipped over an entire paragraph. You're right. After... They're in the car when they're smoking. Yeah, they go the smoking, to they Beverly go, Hills house. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a Japanese uh, koi pond and everything. They see some girls doing coke inside. Flash their guns. Arando takes a shot at them. And Murtaugh shoots him in the leg to disable him. He brags about how if you shoot him in the leg, you can still question him. Riggs uh, helps him <laughs> yeah. up. And then he pulls a gun and tries to shoot Roger. But Riggs shoots him uh, first, sending him tumbling into the pool where he gets tangled up in the pool cover. This made me really scared of pool covers. But Damn. I also think that in the 90s... Wasn't that a whole thing? People were like, kids were yeah, dying kids were on dying yeah. pool covers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't have a pool cover. It's not worth it. Let your kid drown in a pool without the cover. No, I do think your kid has a better chance of not drowning by not having a pool cover. If we're being honest, though, I fell it's probably the pool. four bullets that killed him, dude, more so than yeah. drowning. Dude, when I was a kid, I I fell into a pool. I was like five or something, and it didn't have a cover. My dad jumped into the See, pool and that's saved why you're me. Alive. Yeah, probably. If there was or, a cover, you'd be dead. Or don't have pools. <laughs> Well, you got a tub. What? It's basically a small pool. Uh, uh, they tr they try to get him out, but he's dead. Murtaugh asks Rick if he's ever met someone he hasn't killed. Rick says, "Well, I haven't killed you yet." Um, and that's why later he apologizes and he comes yeah. to dinner with them. Uh, now we're back to where Rian shows back up. On the fishing boat. Uh, oh yeah, she, yeah, he asks if she can go Too out with some clean. guy. Um, Roger reminds her that she's grounded for smoking weed in the house. She doesn't understand why she can't smoke weed. It's not like it's cocaine. Murtaugh says it's because it's illegal. She doesn't think it should be and Riggs agrees solid 80s weed commentary see this is also makes me or leads me to believe that she's like 18 at the oldest right because he's grounding her she yeah and she lives, lives at home. home 
But I guess like she lives at home throughout the series. I think so that <laughs> I think actually, I think so fair. that they can just have them all there. Like literally, I think that's why they're all, all there is so that later when stuff happens that she can just be there. Um but yeah, uh shoot, sorry, I lost my spot. I wrote a really long paragraph. Uh there we are. Um Riggs takes off, yeah, and tells Murtaugh that he has a really great family. Riggs comments that uh, Roger doesn't trust him at all. And Roger tells him that if he can get through tomorrow without killing anyone, especially him, he'll start trusting him. Uh, trust is important. Riggs mentions he's really good at killing people and tells him <laughs> about a time that he sniped a dude in Laos in high wind conditions. From, what was it, like 1,900 yards? Yeah, out some, or yeah it was like that? some something crazy thing. Yeah, Murtaugh asks if he really likes his wife's cooking, and Riggs smiles and says no. Friendship mm-hmm. budding. Uh, later, Roger is opening his birthday presents when he finds a package labeled Evidence with the Palace Verdes yearbook and a VHS tape. He watches it in the dorkiest glasses in the world. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. has, like, yeah. some thick boys. I didn't he's know. reminding everyone that he's 50. The funny thing is, I'm like, I've heard of reading glasses. I did not know you needed TV, TV glasses. glasses. <laughs> Uh, porn watching glasses. Porn. Yeah, porn. it's really a makes it out of porn watching glasses. Well, it's a video of some ladies showering, including Amanda Hunsaker that we know because one of them says, "Oh, Amanda." Uh, and he then op- he opens the yearbook, and next to her picture, uh, it reads, dun, dun, dun. "The class of '83 enjoys their last year at Palos Verdes." The shots of Planner's her sister. in in the video are just like they're so weird. Was they're they're sister, very weird. Is her sister in the bummer. porno or just in the yearbook? No, no. In the yearbook. Okay. Yeah. That, the but yearbook. she okay. she looks. She looks like she's regretting everything she's doing in the video. I mean, that's right. the point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's, look, it's, she's an innocent girl. It, it's yeah. a little heavy handed. It's pretty heavy handed. Yeah. Also, um, just bad shots. Just like, <laughs> do better 80s 90s porn. Por- <laughs> or, 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 80s porn was different, all right? Yeah. Uh, the next day, Riggs wakes up Murtaugh in bed with a cup of coffee. And they start talking about the other hooker that was within the night of the murder, Dixie. They play out a scenario in which she was paid to kill Amanda, but they both think it's pretty thin. Um,. More jokes about Trisha's cooking, and we see that Riggs is very good at shooting guns. Uh, oh yeah, because this is one of those scenes where they start talking in his room, and then they they, they continue their conversation talking. at the yeah. shooting yeah. gallery, shooting shooting range, range. Yeah. shooting gallery, shooting gallery. <laughs> I mean, you, it, you get a prize. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they have. Uh, yeah, we learn that um, Riggs is very good at shooting guns. They have a shoot uh, like a s- single shot shootout competition, so they show that Murtaugh does like a cool whip it out one shot headshot. He does mm-hmm. the head rotation. The like, right. is it is it like he's cracking his neck or something? It's like a. It's just the thing he does like right before he takes an accurate shot. I mean, yeah. he does like the whole movie. He does like a, a. He's got like a six shooter. He acts like a cowboy. Yeah. Uh, and then Riggs shows him up by shooting a smiley face into yeah. the target from way further. Like, yeah. way Riggs back. sends like, it back. Headshots at it least perfectly. double the distance. And then, yeah. and then, yeah, he sends it further back. Turns around, smiles, looks at him. It shoots, brings it back in, smiles again, and shoots a smile. It's like in the guy's head. one yeah. of my favorite scenes in the movie. That just the shot of Mel Gibson like watching his target, and, like yeah. yeah, just whistling, then looking back at Riggs. It's like it's a classic. It's just like <laughs> yeah. classically so, the weapon. I don't think his like whistling and humming and stuff was done on the day. It was like so ADR, like. It was so obvious. I wasn't even sure if it was initially like, intended. Aren't a lot of movies ADR back then. It, it but his range. but his like Actually, his his facial expressions don't like match with uh the sound that's being heard like I I think it might have been uh, the character choices added in post 
I didn't notice it. I, I, didn't, I, I would. I don't I think don't they would. I don't think they would add the choice later, but they I, they probably re-recorded it. So it I would expect like, like half the movie's ADR. I don't think I anybody adds mumbling and whistling if it didn't happen. I just think that it probably didn't line up in the ADR. Okay, I I don't know if if you look at his face, it doesn't look like it matches. But maybe they planned for ADR. This is fascinating. Because so. uh, I think you're the only one that's noticed this. I, there's there's tons of ADR. You, I just don't. I like not, it, it. Just seems. What were you weird. just focusing on in the scene? Are you just on his face? I noticed it oh. early during the humming, and then and then I focused on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they park their car. Uh, and talk to some kids who are drawing with chalk on the sidewalk. They ask if he's going to go bust <laughs> Dixie, but they say they're just going to go in for some breakfast. Uh, <laughs> they walk over to her house, and it explodes, confirming their thin suspicions. Yep. <laughs> uh, they call the ambulance and fire department. Uh, later, we see a body bag being carried out, and Riggs tells Murtaugh about the device that blew it up. It's some hardcore uh, mercenary, uh, mercury switch dealio that Martin hasn't seen since the war. Says uh, mercenaries used to do stuff like that. Uh, where have we heard mercenaries before, huh? Gasp. Uh, they talked to one of the kids that saw the guy that played hide-and-seek under the house, uh, and the other kids tell him not to talk to them because they think they'll arrest him. The kids ask some hard-hitting police commentary questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. 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 But they also play it cute because he's like, don't tell him, Alfred. Oh, Alfred, how old are you? And then he, the kid covers his mouth and says, six. six. <laughs> it's just like really, it's like really they're, few. They're adorable. Yeah. But, yeah, um, Murtaugh distracts them with ice cream so that he can talk to Alfred alone. Uh, they find out uh, that the guy was a tall, blonde, white guy with the same special forces tattoo that Riggs has. Hmm. Uh, that's when they realize they've gotten themselves into something a lot bigger than they thought. Murtaugh meets up with Michael at the funeral and grills him. He says they didn't kill Amanda because of what she did, which, because of what she was into, but what he, he was, was into. into. He was going to whistleblow on someone, and they killed his daughter to keep him quiet. Mike opens up about the Shadow Company, a mm-hmm. CIA organization that was running operations out of Laos in the war. They broke up a big drug operation in the war and then later decided to pick it back to, up and yeah, start selling it. Now they got the drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Murtaugh says he's going to burn it all down. Hunsaker says it's too big, and he has another daughter to protect. Just then, a helicopter arrives on the scene, and Mr. Joshua shoots <laughs> Hunsaker through the window and flies off. Rich... No, Shoots it through the through the window and then oh eggnog through the eggnog egg which he <laughs> literally just he picked up for that shot. yeah for just that, for that yeah. shot oh yeah um, <laughs> it was great and then uh, if Riggs just shoots a bunch of it's a cool shot he just like unloads his clip at clip the at the yeah it's more just like out of rage than anything right but it's a it's a character thing that he does a lot yeah uh, uh, and then Mr Joshua calls the general and tells him that the police know about their operations. Uh, Literally next scene, later that night, uh, Riggs goes to talk to a hooker about Dixie, and Mr. Joshua just pulls up and blasts him with a shotgun, sending him flying through the window. Luckily, Riggs was wearing a bulletproof vest, and he recognized the shooter as the same one that killed Hunsaker. They vow to take the bad guys down and think they have an advantage because they think that Riggs is dead. They get get a call on a radio that fits the description of the guy Rianne was dating. Um, This tips Roger off to the fact that something isn't right. So uh, they run home to discover a note saying that they've kidnapped Roger's daughter, and they also get a call real quick just to make sure that he's got it. Covering their bases. Good time. Yes. Very good. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Joshua calls up the police department who tells him that Riggs was shot and killed, uh, and the general tells Mr. Joshua that he wants him to bring in Murtaugh alive. In Roger's mm-hmm. dimly living room, Riggs gives him the business. He says they're going to kill his daughter unless they go there, and he gets her out, and they kill them. 
He says they got to do it his way. Murtaugh asks if he's really crazy or if he's uh, really as good as he says he is. Riggs tells him that he'll just have to trust him. It's important. Yeah. Trust. Trust. Uh, the next day, Murtaugh... The cool thing is, once this movie gets going, like, once they find out what happens, it's like... Full throttle? It's just like 45 yeah. minutes of a fun like kind of climax. He did go a day without killing anyone. Did he? Right? Yeah, I guess so. Someone died. But Someone died, go. but he didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he got shot, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, he didn't kill anyone. Uh, the next day, uh, Murtaugh shows up at the meeting point, uh, Dry Lake in Victorville. Uh, he lets Riggs out with a sniper rifle some distance away. The baddies roll in with several caravans and a helicopter. Dude, this is a really cool scene. <laughs> I love the location. They do the like heat warping effects. It, yeah. it kind of yeah. reminds me of like with because he rolls in his fucking station wagon. Uh, <laughs> Raj is like there, and he looks like Jon Snow as kind of like all the other things arrive. Yeah. The like helicopter circles him and does like. Dude, the a helicopter, helicopter donut? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the helicopter stuff was really cool. Yeah. One of the shots looked really dangerous. Like, it was really oh, close to people. And yeah. no, this is not CG time. This is like... No. Wait, the, the helicopter's like running into the limo. Yeah. I think the helicopter is going to spill out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a pra- and that's the, practical, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that was all practical. I was for the helicopter. Um, where was I at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roger tells, uh, yeah, we get some cool heat warping effects as they drive in. Roger tells the bad guys to let his daughter go. He pulls out a grenade and does the threaten to blow them up if they don't release it. Mr. Joshua thinks that he's bluffing that he wouldn't kill his daughter, but Roger says if she's going to die, it's going to be by his hand, mm. which is on, on his terms, not or, his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Joshua shoots him in the hand and the grenade drops revealing it's just a smoke grenade. Then they all start shooting. Murtaugh takes out some dudes. Riggs smokes a bunch of fools with a sniper rifle, <laughs> yep. giving Rianne time to get out, uh, to get in a car and drive off. And then just as Riggs has Joshua lined up in his sight, uh, the general shows up and takes him hostage. Uh, things turn bad for our heroes, and they're all basically taken hostage. The helicopter chases the down lost Rianne, and she just <laughs> like pulls over and gets out. I, I don't blame her. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although I. What has more gas mileage? A limo Here's the or thing. a helicopter? Here's the thing. I was looking at them like, just keep driving straight. I think you can. I think she can make it. It's, it like, is a limo driving out the middle of the desert. It's not an off-road vehicle. Yeah, it's. Right. She just ran. They, into I mean, they some, all drove in on it. She. So it is. It's something. She just mm-hmm. did, like you know made a wrong turn and turned into some hit a pothole. Yeah, <laughs> turned into a pothole. All right. Uh, torture guy, or nope, skipping a paragraph again. Next, uh, uh, tied, we see a tied shirtless and wet rig. You know, this, this bit, this is a famous thing, him like, tied getting tortured. That, you know that from movies? No. I didn't, no. but it's no? a great scene. No, I didn't know that. And I now get the reference and it's always sunny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he gets interrogated by Mr. Joshua and like a, a guy that has forgotten more about dispensing pain than they'll ever know. <laughs> I, see, I really like Mr. Joshua. I, I, I think that his like, his like attitude makes him seem because he's like cool headed, uh, more menacing. But I, I get that he's not like he's not like a villain that you're like man like that's the. It's villain. not like a 
I, I get that. Also doesn't I guess, get a lot of screen time. Well, you could have. You could still be very calm and collected. I get like, that Gary Busey is Hans the Gruber type. Like kills the but, character but for like, you. But I, I just think also, if they were both special forces, they should have had more than just that one torture scene together. They could have had it. They could. You're have had saying that there's just lack of motivation for the final yes. scene. Yes. Or lack of like build up. M- maybe I. I don't think that the point of the story is like the two of them are, are like have this no intimacy for the final scene. Any, but he's like, someone's got to be the, be- we'll get there. But like, I mean, yeah, you could the motivation just... is someone has to be the best special forces guy. I think just generally they're like, uh, yeah, maybe they were, they were like aware of it's each just, other or their groups like I in Vietnam and I mean, yeah. they're probably, but, but also like they clearly have like a rivalry in this ending bit where they're chasing each other and Riggs definitely does things because he wants to do them so it might not make sense from a realistic standpoint like a cop should just come in and be like absolutely not you can't fight this you, you, you just can't do this but it's it at least works for me that, that Riggs needs to like beat him yeah of his own, I guess, like, a weird I, I, guess he does, I guess I don't think so because I think he'd need a reason to beat him and there's no reason to beat him that's fine if, if there's no be against protocol there's no be against protocol and he can still do it to do it for himself but there's no reason for that. There's no simple, clearly stated easy reason, but there's a lot no, of like little no reason. reason. There's no, 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 no. And you're demeaning it by saying like a simple, easy reason. There is no reason. There's, there's not there's like no story reason. They don't say like they don't say like man in the first in the first act. It's not like boy, I really wish I could fight an equal in the rain or in in the no, water. Of later. Not. That'd be stupid. But but having, but them being on the same team on the same team and him going bad or some kind of any sort of reason for him to want to fight him in the end one on one. There's no explicit reason, but you can infer reasons if you want to, or you can say there's no reason. I mean, look, I can understand the desire for wanting a little bit more of an explained reason for, for that motivation. I'm but, saying there's no... Yeah. I'm not saying single to demean it. There's there's just not the easy reason. There's not the, what you do where you state a desire and then you get it in the end. You just. But I'm saying like the idea that this is completely out of left field for Riggs... I don't I agree. think it, that. Yeah, it, it fits Riggs. It, it fits his character. But you have to. You have to but, make the. You do have to make your own mental connection. It doesn't. The movie doesn't like make it easily for you. And it it's fine. That it doesn't work for you. Right. Yeah, I don't disagree. Fine. I'm not going to be like yeah. you're wrong about this. I think maybe I just, if they had established a little bit more of a connection between them in like Vietnam or something like that, just a little more background, maybe that could have yeah. been a good, good enough explanation for. They could have the motivation, talked, but yeah, there, there's definitely fertile ground because they were part of the same thing, but he went bad, whereas right. Riggs went good. Yeah. Like they could have established that, but the movie isn't really about like their Mr. Joshua or their relationship. But, yeah. So, but yeah, maybe one bit of dialogue could have smoothed it over better. Um, uh, Mr. Joshua wants to know what the cops know about the upcoming shipment of merchandise. Riggs is like, why don't you just call it heroin? <laughs> uh, Riggs tells me he doesn't know anything because they iced Hunsacker too quickly. Uh, they start shocking him quite brutally, um, but he keeps saying he doesn't know anything. Meanwhile, the general and his other goons are beating the shit out of Murtaugh, uh, but he won't say nope. anything. Yeah. Uh, so they bring out his daughter. The torture guy, they cut back and we see him like passed out from the pain, and he's like, he doesn't know anything. He would have like said something. Uh, and so he, I guess he goes to like finish him off or just do whatever, and then Riggs gets to slip on him. He like headbutts him, and then like grabs him, does a great yeah. with his he, legs. Oh, brutal. Yep. Yeah. He does a what's your name from James Bond? He does that thing. Oh, uh, Zenya. Zenya. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, she does it with her hips. He does it with his feet. Fine. One fair. is a little bit less, and he's not orgasming while he does it. <laughs> you don't know that. I, I, I think there's something cleaner to his method. You're right. It's much cleaner. Um, so, yeah, he, he gets out, uh, and then, oh, yeah. Then Riggs breaks into the general's room and just starts murderifying everybody. He shouts, Dude, who's yeah. fucking next a bunch? Because yeah. uh, oh, he's a... understandably wound up. Yeah. Oh, and I was right on this. Mur- uh, Murtau did get, get shot in the arm. Yeah. 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 Uh, 20 years, not a scratch. Yeah. There's a great line. And then he but... did go super, super murder afterwards. <laughs> there, uh, there was a great line before Riggs runs in from the, the villain. Spare me, son. There's no more heroes left in this world. Bam! In comes Riggs. Yeah. Yeah. A very, like... Uh, Heavy-handed there are a few heavy-handed moments yeah. Yeah. in this movie. Not, not, also, not, literal pouring salt in the wound. I think this is the first time I've seen literal. That. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They 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 make a bunch of jokes. Uh, like, what did one shepherd say to the other? Let's get the flock out of here. They're just doing bits. They're doing, <laughs> and then they uh, they like try to stealthily while they're like beaten up and whatever walk through a dance club or like a nightclub. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he shoots yeah. a guy. Well, they, they, like, as they walk in and nobody notices. Yeah, they. Well, I, like, they, I guess the music's that loud. Yeah. Yeah, they, well, it's it's loud, and then they try to play it cool, and then Riggs just starts shooting people. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they chase. Presumably, Mr. guys with guns. I, bad guys. Pretty, they got pretty far. Yeah. Considering they got halfway through a whole yeah. club before anything. Um, but everyone's sweaty at those clubs anyway. So yeah. they start chasing Mr. Joshua, who Grant thought it was a car. Uh, as he drives off, uh, Riggs unloads another full clip at him. And then starts th- running through the streets in an. Did you know this iconic shot of him like sprinting? Th- None of these like shots. No. Yeah, I we thought these were really. all like very iconic, iconic. well-known sh- shots. Yeah. Literally, all I've seen was the YouTube video you showed me. Okay. All I've seen of this franchise. Um, or this. In like in like clips of action movies, like Mont, you just did, like a lot of these scenes None, just like yeah. show. All right, whatever. None Fuck of this it. came up. Um, a very tired Murtaugh gives Riggs some LA traffic shortcuts uh, before exclaiming that it's time for the general to die. Riggs shoots Mr. Joshua's car a bunch and it lights on fire. Then he gets out and they run and shoot on foot like heat uh, before Mr. Joshua steals another car. Mind if I test drive your Audi, he says. Uh, Riggs <laughs> okay. get, hits, gets hit by a taxi, which gives him time to get away. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, the general is getting in his car and trying to get away. He pulls down an alley and has his driver try to run down Roger. Roger gives <laughs> his cool badass, his, no way uh, you live. Yeah. His neck no rotation. Way. And does his sick one-shot headshot to the driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sends the car off course, and it like wraps up against the wall and hits a uh, bus and flips. Yeah. Well, oh, it like, yeah. landed in the middle of the road, and then it's like, is he going to get out? And then the bus <laughs> <laughs> flips the thing. That was great, yeah. Uh, oh, cool it sets shot. it on fire, and then it, there's a bunch of grenades, and I guess that's heroin. That's I guess heroin. Joe, I, yeah, I think it was heroin. Grenades with heroin, guys. I yeah. think the <laughs> car just exploded with heroin and grenades <laughs> and grenades, <laughs> yeah. uh, which kills uh, the general. Um, <laughs> Murtaugh Mur- laughs because it's been an emotional night for him, and, and he's uh, a little high on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's got a little taste of heroin at this <laughs> point. Really? <laughs> I was like, I was watching that like. They're all gonna get. They all might die if they like stay there too long. And he at least brings it up. He's like, "Don't breathe this stuff. You're gonna oh, yeah. see pink elephants." Like, yeah. Okay, at least if you at least they're gonna acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of bystanders might have died. Well, and it was funny because yeah, these movies they ingest like earlier like yeah. Riggs takes a bunch Riggs, of it. Riggs like, like eats like 
he puts like a bunch of cocaine in his that mouth. A, you know, yeah, like usually you like you don't. He didn't you even. Like, he didn't you just lift, dab you it. Lick your pinky and you like do a little dibble. He no, like no, a no. knife. He like a knife. <laughs> that was a scoop. <laughs> he got a scoop. <laughs> he got and a teaspoon. And, of that. He was, and he was incredibly focused. It's for a, a yeah, it's a job perk. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because there's like a scene like that in uh, Birds of Prey, which we just watched. Yeah. Uh, Roger uh, Riggs mentions that Mr. Joshua got away, and he's like, "What?" He's like, "Fire me." (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, he realizes he knows where he lives, so they take a police car. uh, And this time, Riggs gets to drive because earlier he's like, "I don't know how to drive." He's like, "No, I drive." Not important, but it's a little callback. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I know, but it's it's cute because it's a callback. He also didn't want him to drive because he thought he was crazy. That whole time. And he wasn't wrong, but now he needs that kind yeah. of crazy. Uh, Mr. Joshua rolls up to the house, and like some police come to just see what he wants, and he just kills them. Yep. They car kind of it's kind of brutal. Yeah, that was car, pretty brutal. Like, drives yeah, murder, yeah. murdered two it's cops. Fire hydrant. It's fire hydrant which sends it off. It'll be important later. Uh, he busts into the house and shoots a TV that's playing a Christmas Carol. He then hears it on another TV and wanders into the living room where a message on the tree reads: "Dear bad guys, no one here but us cops, the good guys." Uh, as he reads it. A police car goes flying into his living room. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 we're missing the scene. I've logistically thought about this. Where, where they had to pull where, the dead cops out of the car. They, they had or, to. Or where Roger allows it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, yeah. I they understand had... that. It is important. And then it is a... important in the sequel, though. It is. Yeah. Because everything matters. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, I can't, I just can't believe that Murtaugh's like, no, yeah, yeah run yeah, through. Yeah, it. that's a good idea. Yeah, let's get those dead cops out of the car and let's ram this car through my living room wall. But it works. We as totally a dis- know he's in the living room. It yeah. works as a distraction because they somehow yeah. did because they turn on another TV in there to get him to go there. But uh, yeah, he's like he looks he down and checks sees that the, it's, he te- checks the front seat and, and yeah, he shoots yeah. the shit out of it first and then well but then there's like yeah. a bar that's yeah. holding the, yeah. the thing down and then they take him Riggs holds a gun to his back of the head and they um they take him uh but but it's not enough just to capture him no Riggs offers him a shot at the title and the two go into a pretty intense hand-to-hand fight lots of fast cuts like a Bourne movie but not nearly as cool because it's still the 80s tons of other uh, cops show up they're yeah. fighting in water because the police car hit a fire hydrant which makes it even cooler they exchange blows Mr. Joshua gets a few good hits in and then at some point gets a pipe Murtaugh tosses Riggs a nightstick and they do some cool melee fighting for like a second the fighting goes to the car it's crazy that all the police just watch it happen but Murtaugh says that he'll take responsibility so lol well the dispatcher <laughs> does say as cops are pulling up that until the Watch commander shows up on scene that Murtaugh's, Murtaugh's in, in charge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they try to they try to cover it. Yep. They try to cover their asses. Uh, but Mur- yeah, uh, Joshua gets him in a lock, uh, and Murtaugh asks him to take him. Riggs says no and reverses the grab. It's all tackle and grapple work now as Riggs mm-hmm. gets him in an insane lock. But instead of killing him, he lets him live. As the cops go to arrest him, he grabs one of their guns. But in an almost Goku Gohan moment, both Riggs and Murtaugh turn and shoot him at the same time. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful Murtaugh <laughs> catches a collapsing Riggs. Dude, their love story is one of the greatest. Uh, next scene, it's actually raining as Riggs uh, is visiting his wife's grave. He wishes her a Merry Christmas and tells her he loves her before walking off. Here's the thing. She was born in 1953. He talks about his crazy time in the war in 69. Yeah, his yeah. wife was 13 when he was murdering people in Vietnam. Yeah, he was probably 18. He likes younger. I don't know. I just that's not a weird frame. It's just like I was like, 
I don't think that's that weird. He was probably like, like what, 18, yeah, 18 or 19. 19. It's not Fuck, a yeah, huge I guess, difference. I guess kids, I guess, kids are I guess that's war. who we sent off to war. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's, that's sobering. I mean, obviously, he shouldn't be dating her as a 13-year-old as a 19-year-old, but, but uh, you know. You know, maybe after he came back. Yeah. You know, I man. just, I was like, wow, there's 13 years between when she was born and when he was destroying people. He's being really good at killing people. <sighs> Life. Uh, next scene. Nope, we're already there. Um, that night, he shows up at the Murtaugh house. Rianne answers the door, and he tells her to give a present to her father. It's the hollow point that he's been saving. He says he doesn't need any more, and that Roger will understand what it means. Closing off both that arc and the line about how, if he survives, he'll give him a present. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Double callback. Um, Rianne invites him in for Christmas, uh, and they make awkward eyes, uh, but he goes to walk off. Murtaugh comes out and invites him to share the worst Christmas turkey with him. <laughs> uh, Riggs tells him that he's not crazy, but agrees to join him anyways. Uh, he brings his dog Sam Murtaugh mentions that Burbank the cat won't like it and almost immediately we hear the cat go crazy <laughs> and shit uh, breaking in the house uh, Murtaugh like lets out a sigh and fixes a light on the porch and says his last I'm too old for this yep. <laughs> credits roll and that's that's Lethal Weapon that's lethal. a beautiful and movie and music Lethal Weapon it's Lethal Goddamn Weapon uh, yeah whew I love this movie it's a good one I'm glad you liked it I'm glad you loved it. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah. I love this franchise. Yeah, we want to watch I love more. everything we'll about it. More of, we'll have to see more of the franchise. It's probably the best one, but it's not the most fun one. We're going to get some fun we're stuff. Wild. Also, a fun thing I noticed uh, on Murtaugh's, he had a sticker on his fridge that says End Apartheid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I noticed which that, Which is just funny because we love it, too. And I'm not going to say any more about it uh, in case we yep, <laughs> ever but, watch uh, it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, it's just a, a big thing that was happening, obviously, politically at the time. Right. But uh, yeah. And I know they weren't planning on making a Lethal Weapon 2, I think, at the at the time when they shot this. Oh, so there's, just so there's Apartheid in Lethal Weapon 2? Spoilers. We'll have to find out. I, I'm just um, saying it. No, I'm not saying it. I'm just saying it's okay. just fun. It's interesting. Uh, not, no, no, it, our part is not fun. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I, meant I meant that I, I didn't notice that before, but it's like a plot point in. Uh, it's funny. I actually one. just noticed it this uh, this time around too. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, you guys, do you guys feel like you want to see yeah. more uh, of it? Oh yeah. Oh, sure. One thing I noticed in the credits, I wanted to mention. Uh, I saw Keith Tez. In, in the credits, and I checked with Ryan and uh, Ryan Tay's other Warp Zone member. It's his uh, uncle. Oh, his uncle <laughs> was, was a stunt, was a stunt in it? Stunt guy. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> Didn't he also do stunt work for uh, Dustin Hoffman? Dustin, Dustin Hoffman's. Hoffman's. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. Oh, that's to cool. Randomly yeah. see. Oh, about awesome. That. Um, but yeah, yeah, really, really enjoyed this movie. Glad I finally watched it. Um, yeah, I want I wanted to see more of the franchise. It, it's it's fun. like really solid. Uh, you know, it was interesting to me. It, it made Mission Impossible feel more dated to me because Mission Impossible comes out like ten years after it, and I. Uh, it comes out seven year, eight yeah. years after it. When did Mission Impossible come out? Yes, yeah, so this is eighty seven. Okay, so like eight years. I don't know. I I thought this was like a, a cleaner movie than Mission Impossible. It's definitely. Oh, I, I, think I think so too. Oh, okay. You don't think this I think is... you're comparing different genres. 
Yeah, they're they're very different. They're very different. Very different. I I also upon rewatching the first Mission Impossible feel like that movie is two decades. The beginning of the movie feels so old. But yeah. Once yeah. once it once you get that very good uh, repelling scene, then it feels like a much more modern film. But yeah, the, despite the, the fact that he's using like a floppy disk. No, I mean for the yeah, for the scene, time. But yeah, like it yeah, it looks like a different era from other '90s movies because it's so like slick and well shot. But I definitely think I, the, the the beginning of uh, Mission Impossible to me feels weirdly dated. Um, yeah. But yeah, I get it. But uh, oh, the soundtrack is great. You get that like a lot of great. Oh my all, god! All that sax, yes. all that sax, so all that sax. A lot of like a lot of like night driving shots with that like kind of like sax and synth stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, much sax. <laughs> yeah, and it's re- it's really fun. They add like a new great character every movie, and it rolls into all of it. It, it really is like, I think the it's the Fast and Furious method, Grant. but yeah. but before, mm. and they made a bunch. Richard Donner directed all of them. Oh, wow. oh really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Even there, there's not a bad one. Like even even the worst one is still like a great movie. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. That's just that's yeah. Cool. That's just how good the other movies and it, are. And it's, it's like Mel Gibson and Danny Glover and all of them. The right? entire yeah. way. So they, and their wow. chemistry is just they got the, always all the same. So good. Trish Rian. The kids might be swapped up. I'm not sure because they're so young in this one that yeah. like, I don't know. The older versions the, of them, uh, but at least, be other at least actors, Rian, but, same actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we kept waiting. I remember we were watching. We kept waiting for like, when does it get bad? Like we were like, we watched the clip and we were like, is this when it gets bad? And then we're like, no. And we watched the clip and we're like. Except for some really unfortunate Chinese humor in four, really dated. Yeah, there's jokes. definitely it's not a. It, there's that, definitely some race humor in that. It, that just, that movie that's like uh, it's it actually like dates it more than the rest of. Yeah, I was gonna say it, that's yeah. not in this one at all. Was one, but, no, but it was like very typical of a lot of late mid to late nineties movies. Yeah, to make these kind and of it's jokes. Mel Gibson making a lot of them, so yeah. it's it's especially yikes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But oh. uh, but uh, honestly, they're like they're they're not bad. They're all really good. Uh, yeah. So. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, I guess that's about it. Be sure yeah, to yeah. rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next time on. How did you miss that? <laughs>